Oh, going to start the recording and then going to start the live. And then it says start and it says it's connecting to YouTube. Here we go, folks. Magic is about to happen. Quality starting. Something is happening. Quality is good. And we're live. Yeah. All right. Should I have counted down? Five, four, three, two, live. And now we probably really are live. Now we you, probably you, are. You, sk- you skip the two and the one there. Yeah. We nope, actually we've all skipped, seen Wayne's World. We skip everything that is uh, that is not a prime number. Uh, oh, wow. It actually is working, guys. Look at that. We're Holy on, crap. It's we're on, on your the, phone. Uh, we're on the world here. Just we're like just gonna bl- mute it. It's we're looking like, at ourselves right now. Isn't that amazing? It's like an episode of Black Mirror. Show show the audience the screen so oh, they can see. I just locked it. Hold on. I have to play it again. Look, guys, look. Yeah. It's you. You're looking at us, and we're looking at everybody. Oh, my God. Um, Armin, there's a Japanese ring ghost behind you. Yeah. We could really pitch this as a movie. It's I called, think this it's called live stream. <laughs> it's about a haunted live stream. Wouldn't it be called oh. death stream? <laughs> yes. There we go. God, now that movie writes itself. That movie <laughs> does write itself. Uh, everybody that is watching this, I just uh, want to first off say uh shout out to everybody that's spending their sunday morning actually watching this yes thank Um, you mom and armin's mom that's right there's only three of us watching including my laptop and my phone so there's one person watching and we know who you are we love you very much thank you uh no so uh we are i I did like a live stream i don't know you guys got a chance to see it but i did a live stream Mm -hmm. on friday a little q a thing a little tester thing and i'm testing out this brand new newfangled live streaming technology and uh so far it's going really well yeah yeah. Mm. i I have done i mean two of these and i also want to point out that because we we can take no chances here with the audio we are all wearing headphones again which is awesome because it's hard to talk into a microphone when you don't have headphones on because it just is part of the the thing and now so expect really primo quality audio on this that's right hopefully that's the Armin guarantee. For everybody that is watching this, um, if you see anything strange, like just a, this this first like few times that we do this, and mm-hmm. by few I mean like the first dozen or so times that I, I do this sort of live We're stream. We're learning this, for the first thirty six times. It's all beta. Yeah, it's absolutely all beta. So if like the audio is jacked up or if the uh, the video is awful. Um, but we're confident that this two-year beta period is going to give us the data we need to pull off a a really professional-looking live stream in 2022. I'm really excited about yeah. that. I'm actually going to bid to to live stream the Winter Olympics in nice. 2022. Nice, so, nice, nice. you know, it's going to be great. I'm excited about yeah. that. Turns out in 2022, you will be in that season in the CrossFit Games mm-hmm. as the uh, sole representative from the new country. That uh, will be created from the uh, revolution you'll start Hell yes. in the, in the uh, far corner and a small island uh, right off the coast of Armenia. Yes. <laughs> well, you're just going to Lord of the Flies some shit together. <laughs> and uh, all it's going to have is a government whose just... sole member is me and an affiliate whose owner and sole member is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just going to kill a fat kid with a rock and declare yourself the fittest man on the <laughs> island. <laughs> there we go. That'll do it. Honestly, at some point, that is uh, that is the, 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 uh, the Hunger Games... Mm isn't really that many degrees removed mm-hmm. from where we're at in mm-hmm. in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, people are people are really talking about some like, you know, dystopian futures of 
robots mm-hmm. replacing all of our jobs and uh, you know a, a great lost generation of workers graduating from college with useless skills but no one ever really talks about the fact that we are just we are just like a decade away from fighting over clean water and food oh yeah not because there isn't clean water or food but because it's just very entertaining to f- make people fight over yeah, yeah. clean water and food that, we'll just we'll keep most of it hidden <laughs> that way <laughs> That way, people will think there's less of it, and they'll fight, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Start prepping now, folks. Yeah, we don't That's know right. what the disaster is, yeah. but we know it will arrive in seven years, <laughs> three months from today. So be ready for it. In my bunker downstairs below my place, I have two hundred jars of urine <laughs> ready to go, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I. <laughs> I did not think. I didn't think that we would. I didn't think we would go there this quickly, like within four minutes of of our very first live show in like two it, years. It's out there forever. We can basically say anything, and we did, we can't edit it back, which is which we used to do all the time. I mean, we did live streams for what, like two years yeah. uh, early on, something like that, don't, or a year early on. Oh yeah, yeah. And don't worry, Armin, in, in your island there. Kyle ship all the urine to your island. Yes. Okay. It'll be a valuable, valuable commodity because actually... when, when society collapses and there's no more toothpaste around, what what are you gonna brush your teeth with? Yes, it's good. Urine. The, the movie, Kyle's urine. The movie will be a little bit apocalypse now. It'll be me going back to claim my urine, which is being stored by Armin. It'll be called liquid gold. Armin will try and hoard the urine for himself, and it'll I'll just be there being dragged away, banging on the gates Whoa. of his of his like palatial kind of like like uh, drug lord estate on the island. I'm like, where's my pee, well, I Armin? I, I, I see give it more. me back my pee. I can't let you have your urine because, like all good economies, <laughs> mine would be stapled. Like the value of my money would be stapled to a valuable commodity. Yes, in this case. Yes, Kyle's urine yeah. well, and the uh, the anti aging properties within. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly, as I I am twenty four years old, by the way, you guys, and this is what we're dealing with. I'm not. I so so I see it as a cross between a remake of Treasure of the Sierra Madre mm-hmm. and The Fountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And he's I haven't a, seen either of those. Can I just look like Hugh Jackman though, shaved head in a bubble with a tree? making a bad movie um <laughs> oh poor darren aronofsky yes well he know he he knows what to expect from me at this point i'm sure he's really tuned into my opinion yeah so i think i think see it coming that's true that's true he's, he's he's numb to it at this point you've you've just been so critical of him for so long I know. and he's always listened so <laughs> did it did he do mother was that his movie the one with the mother with the exclamation point yeah was yeah it? yeah that mm-hmm. wasn't good uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I saw like five minutes of it on uh, an airplane. I'm very curious to see it, you know, because I've heard about just how fucking weird it is. I just sort of checked out of his It gets movies. pretty fucked up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a whole... Oh, I'm aware. I, yeah. I, 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 it, it ended up getting... Hi, Bowie. Bowie's decided to join the live stream. He ate Chase. So <laughs> Chase, we turned Chase into a large dog. <laughs> Chase is actually... It might be Chase from inside of Bowie asking <laughs> yes. for help right now. I'm not 100% sure. All that is left of Chase is now in that dog. That's right. Let's see. Hold on. Kanye West. Yeah, it is yeah, him. It's Chase. <laughs> there it is. That's Chase. Chase. Uh, yeah. So uh, the rambling... That is scale is needed. Doesn't change whether we're yeah. we're recording this or are broadcasting it live. It turns out we 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 just cannot be pressured into turning it on. We no. are just this easy is just breezy. the conversation that we have. Um, yeah. did you guys? Uh, hey, buddy, did you guys? Are you guys going to do the open this year? 
Mm. <laughs> I mean, are you going to break the streak of not doing the open? I, you know, it might be a fun actual like reason to kind of to 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 start lifting again a little bit because I've like lost so much muscle mass from kind of taking time off that I've been I'm now actually considering <laughs> jumping back in again because I think I have I have desized and allowed my everything to recover long enough. So yeah, like, knows, do maybe you feel be healthy fun. after not working out for so long or not I doing CrossFit for so long. I, de- I don't necessarily feel healthy. I do feel different in a lot of ways and therefore and but positive in some in that I was just so used to being that big for so long and having all that extra like mass on my back that it's like been really interesting to just move around the world not as a giant person anymore. So. You can locomote yourself. Yes, much more easily. With I, less mass on your back. Mm-hmm. I, on the other hand, feel like half of what I once was. I feel like <laughs> I feel like my my dick is only a quarter the length it was in the previous year. So I'm trying to trying to put the mass back on the yeah. back. I mean he was miserable when he had mass, but you know, it's good to At least he was hung. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Exactly. It's a good point. Well, what one doesn't go without the other. Stra- I feel yeah. like I feel like Kyle's uh targeted back fat loss. Yes. Is is probably more valuable of a proposition than Cliff's targeted dick length loss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if anybody's looking for a new product to sell, I would I would pick Kyle's product. No offense, I just feel like more people want to lose back fat. Yes. Than gain dick length. That's lose absurd. dick length. Yes. <laughs> That's absurd. Wait, that's right, because you also in the other side you have the key to the gaining. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mass mm-hmm. gain. That's that could be very very lucrative. You should you should are there find any, a way of are there selling any products. That. Are there any products which advertise themselves as as helping helping a fella gain mass? Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, the point I'm trying to ask the question I'm trying to ask yes. is: You guys haven't been working out for a while. For the first time in like I so worked out very solidly for ten years, and then starting this year decided to especially take off of weightlifting for the first time in a while like the deadlifts the squats on a weekly basis and it has been an interesting experiment so uh but now i'm kind of getting a hankering for it again yeah same here i just just jumped back in after about six months off so uh yeah it's interesting how uh incredibly uh uh, a childlike week i am at this point jumping into the gym and how incredibly sore i am doing things that shouldn't make shouldn't make an adult male sore what what's your i have a move for you know when i'm when i'm coming back after a month or two off or whatever i'm curious what is your what's your strategy do you just get in there and start banging some fucking heavy uh, weights or what what i am doing is dipping my toe into the water of a starting strength linear progression starting very Classic. light and i'll do that until i get bored with it which <laughs> usually happens anywhere between Say two months and one week, so somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in the middle of that. Listen, variety but, is the spice of life. Listen, a lot of people may not necessarily know this about Cliff, but Cliff jumps programs. Cliff is a program jumper. Classic Sam. We have the headphones back on. We're That's talking right. about Cliff changing I, I, I t- programs. I take literally Greg Glassman's uh, pronunciation that the only good thing about a routine is abandoning it for another routine yes i took i take that very literally and that's the thing and that's what we determined is the claim the problem was not changing your workout routine every couple months a lot of people do that and i think that that's a cool thing to do for variety the client the funny thing was and you have gotten better about this is every time you would change your workout program every three weeks claiming that you were going to do that workout program forever and ever and ever that was the hard thing to swallow yeah uh because it was always like uh, this is the new way we got you for a full like 12 weeks yeah, yeah. i think on one program, on one program. At yeah one point. 
right? It was something because we I had can't money on the line. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. What was that? Well, I think it was it was 2016. I want to say, uh, uh, or maybe 2017. But uh, yeah, we were doing. God, you were doing not drinking. Yeah. Cliff was doing sticking to one workout program. Yeah. I was doing the burpee thruster workout every week. Yes. Oh, right. Which I got the shitty end of that oh, stick. Oh, shit. I forgot we did a whole challenge I don't think thing. Chase was participating in that because he was still relegated to the side table. Yes. And we had another host at that point. Did we? <laughs> no, Rest we love peace. Daniel. In peace. Rip in I'm peace. Just, and uh, Daniel was I don't thriving know what, in Los Angeles. I don't even know what he... I can't remember what he was doing. Uh, if he was doing anything. Oh, well, he was, was also working. Was he doing starting strength? He might, yeah, he, he did might that for a while. He actually, he actually developed a decent level of strength. I there. actually kind of like the... I like that strategy. I like the starting strength as like a, a doorway mm-hmm. back into lifting some stuff. Because the linear progression is a good way of getting your body you know, back under some weights. I think it... You know, there's some benefits there, but there are also some, some drawbacks. Like yeah. the, the toughest thing about uh, linear progression, if you've already been through one, is is knowing that you should start lighter like mentally you're like fuck this is where i was last time mm-hmm. or this is what i used to be able to squat uh you know you off you have to err on the side of much much lighter mm-hmm. oh yeah and uh you know i i think maybe the only other negative i would say is that perhaps it doesn't have the volume necessary to like really kick start back in like maybe eights or tens mm-hmm. would probably be better than fives uh at least for a crossfitter I don't know. I don't know. I did uh, one set of five squats at 185, uh, not the three, because the one set of squats at 185 felt really, 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 really hard, (laughs) which was shocking to me, and murderously sore from that. So, as it turns out, not lifting in six months gets you... Gets what makes 185 heavy and makes you murderously sore at mm-hmm. that volume. So if I could work up to the volume of three sets of five, that'll be an it's accomplishment. Mm-hmm. There you go. Pretty good. I actually beat Chase in a workout yesterday. Fuck yeah. That's actually why he's not nice. here. I yes. fed him to, to... He's still recovering emotionally. After. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I did scale it. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely honest here. I did scale that workout. Okay, so that was a lie, that first thing you said. That, that's not technically true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lie, but go ahead. It's not It's not technically a lie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did scale the workout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a workout that was a uh, 400-meter run. Mm-hmm. It's three rounds, 400-meter run, 30 uh, lunges, kettlebell lunges mm-hmm. uh, with su- suitcase kettlebell, like to the side, mm-hmm. 20 kettlebell push press, mm-hmm. 10 strict ring dips. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used a slightly lighter weight than he did. I used like 35-pound kettlebells, and he used the 40-40. 80-pound kettlebells. Yeah. Uh, but you beat him, sure. But, yeah. And I also <laughs> did like I did lunges in place where mm-hmm. he actually did walking lunges. But oh. I don't think any of those things make no. a difference. I think the real key point here is that I beat him. <laughs> Get that lunge lean going where you never quite fully never stand, quite up, stand up. Never quite stand up. Yeah. yeah, that's great. There you go. It's really nice, actually. Yeah. It helps. It makes you go, makes it makes go by you way go faster. Way faster. It goes way faster, way faster if you bounce your kneecaps off of the rubber floor hard you think it you think it wouldn't benefit you but you get a lot of a uh, lot of spring reflex out of those rubber mats just just go just dive bomb that kneecap right in there have i have i ever told you guys a story about working out with graham holmberg no oh, oh yes no you, t- you told I've us yeah 100 yeah, yeah. oh I, yeah i probably okay i so, don't remember the story though go ahead uh so I once worked out with Graham Holmberg. This was after he had won the CrossFit Games in yeah, 2010, yeah. and it was well, it was like pretty close to his, maybe mm-hmm. like August or September of 2010. So he had just won the games, and he was coming to LA for a Reebok photo shoot, 
And so I was training at CrossFit LA in the time, which is in Santa Monica. And he basically called and was like, hey, I'm looking for somewhere to come train. You know, just do just do a workout. I'll, I'll even do whatever the class workout is. But I need to come in in between hours mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, have a photo shoot later. And uh, they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Here's our address. Like, come mm-hmm. on in. So he ran from his hotel <laughs> to the gym, which is about a 5K. All right. So he ran a 5K from his hotel to the gym. And uh, I happened to be like walking in at the time. I was like walking in. Um, I was changing and someone like one of the coaches, the owners like poked his head into the locker room and he was like, Hey, Graham Holmberg's here. And uh, he's about to do like the workout uh, that the class workout is happening. Like, do you want to work out with him? And I was like, you're fucking damn right. I want to work out with Graham Holmberg. This is amazing. (laughs) What an opportunity. Uh And so I, uh, yeah, so I went down there and the workout was, God, what was the workout? I feel like I should remember this. It was 800 meter run, Mm -hmm. 50 kettlebell snatches, 50 kettlebell clean cleans, Mm -hmm. 800 meter run, 50 kettlebell snatches, 800 meter run, Mm -hmm. 50 kettlebell swings. Nice. Uh, And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to use the 53 pound kettlebell. That's like the normal kettlebell. That's what it's scaled at. (laughs) Graham. Uh, instead of running because he had already run a 5k that that day to get to the gym <laughs> decided to row he's cool. gonna row a thousand for all the 800s mm. which is a bit of a generous yeah you know on the on the difficult more difficult side a bit of a generous uh substitution mm-hmm. and uh he also decided to use the two pood kettlebell now i treated this like it was the last workout i'm ever going to do <laughs> i was like this is it the final workout yeah. of the mm-hmm. 2011 CrossFit Games. Yeah, yeah. Me versus Graham Holmberg. Yeah. I'm going to fucking do this. There's you a video of represent, this somewhere. Uh, uh, represent your, your neighborhood. That's right. You but gotta, so, so it was apples to apples. You made sure to do the workout exactly as he did it, right? Yes. Exactly okay. as he did it, except instead of the rowing, I ran it. And instead of the heavier kettlebell, I used the lighter kettlebell. Exactly. Okay. okay. But for that reason, you knew you had to beat him. Yeah, and and <laughs> I, I fucking beat him. I oh, beat you did. Him. Oh, oh I, okay. I, gotcha. I beat him hard. That's not where I thought this was. No, going. No, this is going the worst, the opposite of what you thought it was going to yeah, go. Yeah. It's going in the worst possible direction. Oh, good. Not only did I beat him, but as a young, naive, you know, like very excited fitnesser. Oh, good. I like slammed my kettlebell down after my last kettlebell swing. Good. Screamed, yes. <laughs> Proud of that one. With him, like. Five feet away from me, by the way. Uh-huh. Like, we're literally doing kettlebell swings uh-huh. next to each other. Uh-huh. And then I proceeded to cheer him on uh-huh. as he was doing his last kettlebell mm. swings. But he could tell it wasn't in a good way. <laughs> and he could tell it was not in a good way. In a straight, he could tell it was a bad touch. Yeah. I um, I actually I actually ran into him. I met him, officially mm-hmm. met him, like, six years later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey... You may not remember this, but <laughs> but you, I'm sorry. But I, and I, then you shot him. That's exactly <laughs> <laughs> only part of that story is true. I was like, you may not remember this, but here's what happened back in 2010, uh-huh. and I'm really sorry. Like I was r- kind of douchey. It was mm-hmm. it was like not. I was like not in a not in like a mean way. Like I didn't try to be like yeah. rude about it, but it definitely came out really rude. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> 
I was like, like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. And then he didn't talk to me again. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Graham Holmberg and I have have a little bit of a history there. Okay. A little bit of history there. Good, good. Here's the key. Don't keep reminding him of it and associating yourself with that memory. I just wanted to to apologize to him the one time. That's it. That's all I wanted. Yeah. You've made... You made things right, I think. I, th- I think the better strategy, and in, in all those kind of circumstances, is pretend it never happened. Assume they'll forget about it, and change your hairstyle. Yes, exactly. Well, well I just got... gain a bunch of weight, lose a bunch of weight, just look like a different person. Yeah, I, uh, I do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also told the story about getting kicked out of the CrossFit Games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, many times. Mm-hmm. The long story short version of this for for people who are watching this is basically in 2012 I was persona non grata with CrossFit <laughs> HQ to mm-hmm. the point where I was actually at the CrossFit Games when it was in LA we were in one of the executive suites recording an episode of uh, my uh, my previous podcast the Wadcast podcast mm-hmm. and the general manager of the CrossFit Games still current general manager of the CrossFit Games Justin Berg comes into the executive room and says i'm looking for arm and hammer <laughs> and i was like that's me and then you should have had some of the baking soda on hand yeah. just in it's case like, here you go dude mm-hmm. uh i was like that's me you should, always, goes, you should always keep that in your back pocket by the way just have a baking arm and soda. hammer yeah have, have baking that's soda. a lot of effort for a pun that really isn't going to hit very all often. you have to do is carry a baking soda yeah, but, but then I have to be like but it'll cognizant of it at some point, and it's only going to be funny once. But if you could just one time just like Bugs Bunny that shit, <laughs> at the right time, just draw it out from behind your back. That's good oh, point. It'd be good. It'd all be right. worth carrying around for a year just for one good opportunity. Why I think of all the extra calories you'll burn by carrying around that little, uh, that you'll be rucking with Why don't you guys come with me everywhere yeah. and always have it? And then you just extend your hand, and I'll throw a perfect spiral. Boom. In ex- except I can't throw a perfect spiral. And so. then to the camera, brought to you by Arm & Hammer Baking Soda. Bowie's entire head just crashed <laughs> into my groin. Yeah, I, I think now it could work many times if anyone ever comes up to you and says, Hey, are you Arm & Hammer? No. But here you go. There you go. We get it. No, that's... that's yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect. So anyway... He, he found me, singled me out, told me I'm not welcome at the mm-hmm. CrossFit Games, and personally ex- escorted me out of the out oh, of the yeah. building. It's part of your origin story. Um, part of my origin story. That's right. So Then he shot your mom. Her pearls hit the ground. And you were like, right. no. And then it turns out that he was the Joker. Yes. How did you know? Yeah. Uh, this story actually ends up going in a much stranger direction mm-hmm. because I don't think I've said this. At this year's CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. So I met Justin Berg uh, again for the first time mm-hmm. in late last year. For like the first October. time to the last For time. the first time since 2012, I was face-to-face with him in late last year. <laughs> and it was a little awkward. Yeah. But again, it would, the context of that was that HQ was going through all these really crazy yeah. changes internally. Everyone was kind of looking for someone to be angry at. I just happened to be a really easy target for yeah. people to be angry at. Um, fast forward to the 2019 CrossFit Games. It's the start of the CrossFit Games. Uh, it's early in the morning, <laughs> and I think it was either the day before or the morning of the first day. Mm. And I was looking for somewhere to do like a quick like uh, video. Pee. Right? Oh, go ahead, video. Right. Gotcha. Uh, no, I have all your urine. I don't need to pee. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I'm looking for somewhere to Give do a quick video. Give me back my pee, Armin. Give me back my. No, pee. man, my entire economy is based off of that commodity. Listen, that is my pee. You have no right to it. So they have like uh, they had like a back area next to the parking lot where uh, it was like a, a 
and it was like a back entrance for them, right? For like the staff and crew to shuttle things mm-hmm. in and out. But it had a really good shot of the Coliseum, of the outside mm-hmm. of the Coliseum. And I was like, this is perfect. I'm just going to stand right here mm-hmm. in this little this little driveway. Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm going to start filming. I'm going to do my little filming deal, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just do my work. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm filming, I hear like a honk, mm-hmm. a very loud honk, and I turn my head and in a Porsche, which was provided by Porsche for like some of the games <laughs> athletes and for some of the staff, is Justin Berg pulling up. And parking like 20 feet away from me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, fuck, fuck. Because I'm standing, I'm like standing in the driveway. I'm not uh-huh. like in on the field or on on the, the grounds, but I'm like, it looks like I'm trying to break in before it's open. Right. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I can't believe that this is going to, this is happening, this is happening again. again. I cannot believe this is Flashbacks. happening again. Uh, uh, so like I stop recording and I walk over and he comes out and he's super fucking nice. Yeah, so yeah. cool. Uh, we had like a, like a, actually I was pretty surprised. We talked for like 20 uh, or 30 minutes. We talked about a whole lot of stuff at the end of the conversation. End of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, Justin, I have to ask, mm-hmm. do you remember, do you remember 2012 at the CrossFit games when <laughs> you personally removed me? from the the suites and told me I wasn't welcome there and he goes yeah I do I do <laughs> he goes honestly I didn't know who you were he goes someone uh he goes I was busy he goes I was busy uh, doing general manager of the CrossFit Games stuff he goes but when you like I got a I got a phone call in my headset I got a call in my headset from someone much hot like someone who's i basically had Mm -hmm. to listen to that was like find this guy he's in this suite and Mm -hmm. remove him he's like i had no idea who you were Mm -hmm. i had no idea who you had pissed off (laughs) i didn't know why you were being removed i just knew that you weren't allowed to be there and Uh, i had to take care of it i was like oh man i've been angry about that for a long time (laughs) (laughs) a long time time. uh but yeah that ended up your whole batman like origin story is completely it's just falling apart it's like imagine if instead of liam neeson was lying to you the whole time that's right liam neeson was lying to me he's actually very tall he is liam neeson's height oh Uh, so it was even more intimidating it was even more intimidating because i was looking up at him the entire time but he was uh, going to take in you yeah he 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 ended up uh he ended up being really uh i think he was I think he was he was really happy about the games, like how the games were going to pan out. He's like excited about actually putting on a really cool little show for everybody. Um, so, I I think I maybe just caught him in a really good time yeah, to yeah. to ask that question. If he was like angry at the time, I feel like it would have been a completely different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But he was actually very uh, gracious about it. And now we know you are welcome there. Yeah, CrossFit yeah. Games. And I actually now know as well who was responsible. Nice. For remo- and you were going for to name them right now. Russ Green. <laughs> really? You can. Yeah. You can Russ get away Green. with that now. Russ Green was responsible. Yeah, and yeah. I know that for a fact because he has even told me. <laughs> he even even pulled me aside. Uh, I can't remember if it was at the games or some other event. He was like, hey, man, I just have to let you know. Like, we're friends now. Uh-huh. But... Um, I was the guy that got you kicked out. Like you always thought it was this other guy, but it wasn't that other guy. It was me. I saw you and I recognized you and I thought this guy shouldn't be here. Uh So I I asked to have you removed and I was like, Russ, you motherfucker. I can't believe hiding behind your Aaron boy. You couldn't do it face to face. Yeah. 
And well, he's the Russ who's still working there. And he's yes. the Russ that has that has survived yes. the purge. That's right. He's the Russ that survived the purge. Yes. But uh we yeah, have that's... no idea what his thoughts on gay marriage are. <laughs> if I positive. had to guess, I would say super positive. I would say he does not care either direction. No, I, no, I don't no. see I don't see why anybody would, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I if I had to guess, I would say Russ definitely does not give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um but either way, yeah, it's uh it's it all comes full circle. Now I'm just waiting for the next really awkward interaction to have and then put off some sort of yes. closure for six to seven years and then find a way to actually find that closure. So yes. if anybody is is applying for uh, that, that position, I'm looking for awkward interactions <laughs> to redeem. Hey, Kyle, remember seven years ago when we did that first live stream from my place and you put your balls on my dog? <laughs> Listen, you need to talk that out. No. That was gross. I don't want that. <laughs> I do not want that. Uh this is actually really exciting because <laughs> this is about the time, by the way, in the in the episode where usually we'd have to stop and reset yes. the camera, and we don't have to do that this no. time. So we're just gonna kick ass. We're just gonna kick it, kick it on this down this road, I guess. Kick it on down the road. <laughs> did you guys see the? Uh, oh, did, you guys, did you guys see the Terminator? Gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> did you guys see the Terminator trailer? Uh, uh, yeah, the more recent. One oh yeah, yet? the more recent one. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. Here's I get why this thing is happening. James Cameron didn't have rights to Terminator for a bajillion years. He finally was able to get them back or whatever. And so now, for the first time really since Terminator 2, James Cameron is going to produce his own version. So in the same way that we were excited about Star Wars and stuff, it's like, oh, maybe now something new. He gets the Deadpool director, who he had known for many years, Tim Miller, on board. They apparently like have planned out this whole trilogy. They've talked about they're super excited and how it's so different and so much better than the old or than all the crap that's come in between they're going to ignore all the crap that's come in between and just make it a direct sequel to terminator 2 cool love all of that it's just that the first couple trailers that have come out have not just been you know they, they they look fine it's just not that there's been an absence of of like things to get excited about but they also just feel cons- they look conspicuously similar <laughs> to all the other sequels, but just with Linda Hamilton. You got like a half Terminator T-1000 guy. You got a human being that's got Terminator parts in it. It's like, wait, we've seen all of those elements. That's One's from Terminator Salvation. One's from Terminator 3, the shitty one. It's just like... I mean, the, uh, the only surprising element they could have pulled out to make me excited is if Edward Furlong popped up yes, in there. Which he, no, he is. He's going to be. to be in the movie. He's going to be in the movie. In a, in a major role? Well, I mean, probably, probably a flashback. Probably not. He I mean, probably he looks, dies. I know. He looks like an alcoholic Stay Puft Marshmallow Man right now. But um, we don't want him in there because that will ruin the image. But what you could do is... Um, here's, my, here's why I'm holding out... Here's why I'm holding out my 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 pessimism is okay. It's a big effects movie. I guess more maybe there, there's some cool sequences they're going to unveil that are really blow our minds and some future trailers that they just haven't finished the effects on yet, and so they're just cobbling it together with what they have or something. But again, that's me just glasses half fulling this sort of thing and just oh god just hope and the other thing is this even if superficially the things are similar i have a general amount of confidence that with james cameron's direct involvement because he really is one of the great action screenwriters of all time with his direct involvement in the script maybe it will just be a much 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 better told version of terminator and there was nothing even wrong with the elements in the other things they were just badly told and badly made so maybe what we need is this but just done well that so. is the uh, glass is half full 
Hey, oh, it's a jar of my pee. Yeah, I'm glass very is, well hydrated. Yes, glass is half full version of this. Well, what's yet, the glass is half empty version of it? Well, the glass is half empty version is will be a piece of shit like the others there. But the uh, like but Bell. yes, it just reminds us of the others because it has so many similar elements. The fact that there's a competent director and a competent producer for the first time doing a Terminator sequel means that it'll at least be the best quality yeah. movie. Terminator movie since Terminator we 2. We hope. We hope. I mean, so. I just feel like at a certain point, at what point do you stop the necromancy, right? Like, Terminator 2 was so fucking good. What are, do you, and mean, we do could, you mean necrom- What does necromancy as mean? As in, like, Brent trying to bring it back from yeah. the dead? No, they will. Here's the thing is, we live in a world now. This is what everyone just needs to we wrap. Live in a world now. Wrap your fucking head around this, everybody. There's never going to be a period where there aren't Spider-Man movies or aren't Terminator movies or aren't Star Wars movies coming out with a fairly regular at a fairly regular clip. Or at least if that does happen, the movie landscape will have to look so dissimilar to the one we are in now that, um, that trust me, you'll know when we get there but it's just like everyone's like oh, why are they remaking this again it's like there will be a terminator movie every three or four years f- until the sun explodes so it's just ex- but so be until happy terminator and, until, the, until there's an actual robot apocalypse yes, and exactly. it's too soon precisely, too soon precisely mm-hmm. but so just be happy that the one that's coming out is being made by james cameron seven years and three months there from you now go. exactly i've called it uh yes. you know I, I don't see anything in either of those trailers that makes me even remotely interested in seeing it. I kind of agree with you. Yeah. And th- th- here's the crazy part. There are movies whose trailers I've seen, yeah. which I I have been very excited yeah. to see, and never saw for months until yeah. after they left theaters. For example, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I watched it in my living room because you guys were like, hey, moron, you should have fucking watched it in theaters. And you're 100% right. I should have watched it in theaters. The newest Spider-Man movie, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. It's I'm great. No, I have it's no amazing. idea. Far from, home. Far, Far from home. Far from home. Whatever the fuck it's called. I have no idea. I'll have to watch it if if it even matters at this point <laughs> since he's not in the MCU anymore. Eh, he probably will. End He'll up probably end up in, back yeah. in the MCU. This is all just public negotiations. They should do a Spider-Man. I don't, know what the, I'm ta- I don't know what I'm talking about. They should about. do an Into the Spider-Verse movie live action with all the previous Spider-Mans. <laughs> That's, I I, you know, uh, who fucking knows? Like, are we going to see Tom Holland next to a Roger Rabbited version of uh, Miles Morales? I hope so. I mean, that'd work, right? I mean, they should bring back. Who were the other guys? Name? Well, it was uh, it was McGuire. Yep. And what was the other guy? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. They should have all three of them in a Spider-Man movie together. Something I don't. I can't remember if this is something I'm making up or something I heard, but I feel like someone had said that there was at least some conversations with Tobey Maguire about doing like the voice of the mentor Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse, which I thought would be that would have been interesting. Though I like Jake Johnson so goddamn much that you know. I don't want. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I just want the perfect version we got. Yeah, we did get a perfect version. Yeah. Um. I. I. I do wonder though, like, how, in any logical capacity, are they going to explain Arnold Schwarzenegger's sagging titties? Yeah. It's amazing how many different narrative contrivances they have been able to sort of milk from the like well covered in living human tissue thing so it's like every iteration and this is another area where it's like it makes sense that the two things are sharing similar story elements because they have to write in why there's an old man arnold so it's like 
okay, so he was probably sent back sometime around when the movies were made and has been hanging out on Earth for around the amount of time that has elapsed since the movies were made, so that's yeah, why he's so old. at the end of Terminator 2, he takes a fucking bath no, 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 in it's molten... Not, but they, they've already addressed that. In all, it's going to be the exact same device that they used in Terminator 3 and, and some of the others, or maybe it won't be, but at least they've already addressed that, whereas there's been like 75 Arnolds who were all sent back to roughly the mid-90s, and they've all shown up in all these different movies now obviously they're erasing the last several movies but it will be some similar narrative contrivance we're like and then they send back another one but linda hamilton knew that he would be needed for a franchise reboot in 30 years (laughs) and so kept him in a house and so he got all old with saggy titties i mean it's the same thing that was in uh fucking the beginning of terminator 2 you know as it turns out they sent back two Terminators to kill him once when he was uh, before he was born, and once when he was a young child. Once several then, years later, when it was about time for a sequel. Exactly. And this movie will probably open with the prologue. In fact, they actually sent three: one when he was before he was born, one when he was a child, and one right before he died of a heroin overdose yes. uh, <laughs> at the at the age of fourteen. Yes. And so. Yes. And so. And there's been that Terminator all hanging sense. around with nothing to do because they have this to justify Edward. Furlong. Yeah, just hanging around the cabin chopping wood. Yes. That, that's how they'll arrive. They'll find him just chopping, endlessly chopping wood. Whole forest, national <laughs> just forest. With a exactly. big Brillo pad growing out of his face. <laughs> just all metal shavings just grown into a big, it, big mountain man beard. It honestly should be. Instead of it, instead of him being an actual Terminator, he should be the Colonel. He should be the uh-huh. the Colonel the Terminator is based off of, yes. with the crazy Southern accent. And that's everything. no longer canon. Damn it! No, that's all been erased, dude. What? What? Do we know that he's actually playing a Terminator versus a human being? Uh, in huh? what? What are you talking about? In, in in this new Terminator? Oh, movie? you mean is he playing a Terminator? Yeah, he's playing a Terminator. That yeah. sucks. I mean, it would be more interesting if he was a human. Finally, it would be way more interesting if he was actually yeah. human. And then there's just yeah, but it's like Arnold has to say it's like one of it's a trailer element. I don't know. Arnold has to say I'll be back and walk around looking like a fucking robot, or maybe that's the big twist. He's walking around, you know, a lot less robotic. And then they realize that he's a human being with saggy titties. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand. I honestly don't think that I'll watch it. I feel like it's not even it's not even worth the time. I am so much more inclined to see anything that like a Terminator property that James Cameron, Tim Miller is associated with than I am to probably see the third Star Wars movie. Like I, I, I legitimately don't <laughs> I care. Was about just, I was just about I, to bring that up like, about well, not to beat a dead horse, but yeah, but it's like, yeah. uh, but I, and I mean that in that there's I have no reason to show up for the third Star Wars movie. I don't know who any of the characters are. The two previous ones were forgettable and I, and it's like okay well i guess i should just out of just you know to participate in the cultural conversation i guess i should see it whereas i there i have actual reasons to be to believe i have no reason to believe that it, it will be the case but i have reasons to believe that the new terminator movie could be good whereas i have strong reasons to believe that the new star wars won't be nay certainty yes i <sighs> The fact that that's where we've gotten yeah. with like something that used to really excite me, which was like you know blockbuster action movies yeah. or just like you know big movies yeah. uh, opening. The fact that we're now at the point where like, which one do I care slightly less about, mm-hmm. or which one which one do I care non-zero amount mm-hmm. about? And that's the one that I'm going to see. It's not about which one you're excited about. Maybe maybe we're all just living this like post Avengers Endgame like hangover. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't know what movie well, is going to pump me up that the, way. We're at the TV dinners level with, um, I think, with superhero movies. If we're going to compare, like, let's say our love of these geeky properties from our childhood to, like, meals and stuff. It's like, in the early 20th century, we had an abundance of food. In the we early ate, 20th we, century. We got around tables. We all, ate bro- we all ate meatloaf and roast beef and mashed potatoes. And then eventually, once we our lives got really busy and stressful in the 50s, we just... What is it? We we TV dinnered all of those things. And we thought, well, it'd be much more convenient if I can have meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Just throw it in the fucking oven, pull the plastic off. It's modern. It's cool. That's that thing I want. It's, it's yeah. all uh, that thing I want, but it's more of it. And it's all the time without all of the work. And it, it, it ties to something nostalgic from childhood that makes me feel better for like 10 seconds before I have to soldier on with my day. That's where we are, I think, with superhero movies, where it was discovered that in you know the stressful world of the late 90s into uh into kind of the early 2000s we all got super stressed out and the one thing that unified us as a culture was the fact that we began to recognize that like remember how we all love star wars and spider-man and all of this kind of a shit and this kind of shit and it makes us feel better for 10 seconds can we just create a machine that pumps that into our faces all the time and now we're at that stage and we're, I think, eventually going to go. It doesn't mean that that's where we are forever. But right now we're at the press the fucking gas pedal down, put a plastic wrap on top of it, have it fucking have have meatloaf three meals a day, but never actually cook it. That's the stage we are at with yeah. movies right now where it's just, all right, this is good. Make the most of it available in the most convenient way all the time. And we're experiencing it being made thinner and devalued and now we're starting to hanker for something more substantive and now we think we're going to take out the pot and actually start making a homemade meatloaf again and it'll be interesting to see what happens with those properties once we realize that just more all the time isn't the solution so so what you're saying is uh there's going to be like uh like the the disney plus tv series Mm -hmm. that are coming online later this year those are going to be like the moon landings post, you know, post post war sure. 60s, like hippie. It's after Neil Armstrong landed. F- Neil Armstrong landed on the moon was endgame. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Here the, we go. These are the following now lunar the missions where no one kind of no one kind of gives that much of a shit anymore. But we're still kind of doing it. And eventually, maybe like five years from now, we'll kind of give up and let that <laughs> peter out after a while until a super rich billionaire designs rocket ships all on his own and decides to return to the moon. Yeah, hell yeah. Sick. Let's go, Elon. <laughs> Lock it up, Elon. Uh, Let's do it up. Yeah, I, I, I don't even, I can't even think of an, any other movies that are interesting or exciting for me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch a lot of television. Well, just think about, so think about the fact that like we're finally starting to see, even within the superhero genre, the homemade meatloaf version. The like, well, what if we did something a little bit different and took a little bit more time with it? And you see that even with things like Logan, and now with the Joker coming out, we're starting to see, at least even within the superhero world, we're starting to see a little bit more of that variation. Um, and but we still are just have so much quantity of all like Robert Pattinson's right Batman is gonna be yeah, yeah. is gonna be kind of like that, right? Yes. Are we gonna see another know. origin Fuck, story? Are we gonna see another fucking version fucking of know, of Bruce and Martha Wayne? Martha, why did you say that name? Probably not because this film version will probably have the cultural. Why awareness. did you say that name? <laughs> this time, this the, this time the spin will be uh-huh. it'll be an X rated Batman and it'll be an actual pearl necklace yes. on his mother. <laughs> That's oh, the that's the origin man. story. Yeah. It's like we're gonna meet. 
All right, no, double down. We're going to make this the most hardcore Batman ever. He's cut in half in the first ten minutes, and he just has to fight the rest of the movie like that. It's fucking hardcore shit. Top half Batman. <laughs> His little cape dragging behind him all the time. Is the top half bat or man? The top half is just man. He's literally just been sawed in half. He just has no <laughs> pelvis or legs or genitals. And all of his intestines are dragging behind him. And it's just how he has to fight out the rest of the movie. It's a tough Batman. That is a tough Batman. That's the Batman that you start seeing, uh, you know, like slow motion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like exciting workout montages. Mm-hmm. He's really good at muscle ups. Yeah. I mean, really you can, good at still, you can still bench press if yeah. you can cut in half. Yeah. So. He's great at all those things. Squat sucks, though. Deadlift's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, speaking of the Joker movie, that comes out pretty soon. Yes. About a month, yeah. Walking Phoenix is uh, is really is really gunning. I feel like really gunning for some sort of an award. Well, I mean, he's he's been, he's been at that award level guy, like awards consideration, for your consideration kind of actor for at least the last five or six years. So almost anything he does, you know, will be will be at least talked about. And if he's just an extreme thing where the previous guy, not the previous guy who played it, but the previous previous guy who played it, was nominated for an Oscar. <clears throat> Didn't he win one? Didn't he win? Yeah, I guess he w- Yeah, he Oscar won. Oscar, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, of course, that will be part of the conversation. Now, I, I, I think... This is interesting to look back on because, uh, in a way, it kind of tells you don't book, don't judge a book by its cover. Because mm-hmm. when The Hangover came out, uh-huh. if you told someone, yeah, in about seven years, the director of The Hangover and Joaquin Phoenix, who has grown a beard and is pretending to be a white rapper, yes, they're going to make a Joker movie and it's going to be R-rated. Yes, people have been like. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? How would this even yeah. possibly happen? And yet here we are. Yeah. A drama from Todd Phillips. And, prop, and props to Joaquin Phoenix, by the way, because that was about the time he was just consciously trying to make this left turn in his career where he was just going from a just sort of, well, honestly, kind of boring actor who is in big movies. Like, um, you know, I remember when he was in Gladiator and stuff. I was never a big Gladiator guy, but it's just like he was, it's a like Joaquin Phoenix. Well, you're wrong for that. Wa- Joaquin Phoenix was just not a reason to get excited about going to the movies. He was yeah. in Signs. Yeah, exactly. Signs he was, was always, a good movie, but he, that's not really, that's not and swing. He's, and that's a good swing point. Away. It's a good point. He is really fucking good in Signs, but it's like, it was just, he was kind of almost anonymous, and he just decided, starting with that whole, I'm what was that thing called, where he grew a beard and became came a crazy I'm rapper. still here I'm still here there you go uh, when he started that it was like he was like I am gonna become one of those weird guys who everyone wants to know what he does next and between it that and making weird ass acting choices and ended up hooking up with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson he has completely changed the conversation about Joaquin Phoenix to the point where now it's like ooh, it's Joaquin Phoenix well, I can't wait to see his his choices. <laughs> I think, in a way, uh, he kind of did, he did like the Jeff Goldblum like yeah. eccentric actor life thing, yeah. but he parlayed it into very serious mm-hmm. chops as an actor. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing. I think he was always really good. Yeah, but he just wasn't doing stuff that was all that. In. I mean, he was always in good movies, doing like a serviceable job. I wonder because I feel like. I wonder what the look is, right? If yeah. you like, gra- like charted out his career, like the pre "I'm still here" thing, because he did that with Casey Affleck, yeah. right? So, like the pre "I'm still here" to post "I'm still here," uh, you know, Walking Phoenix yeah. is probably probably a big demarcation in his in his I, life. I go all the way back. I'm uh, I go all the way back to to the Leaf Phoenix days. Do you know about the Leaf Phoenix? 
You don't know anything about <laughs> So one of my favorite movies of all time is Parenthood, starring uh, Steve Martin. It's a great movie. It was basically uh, Lil Gans and Babalu Mandel's attempt to do like a, a, a fun studio version uh, of, uh, of Hannah and Her Sisters, which they were always kind of doing riffs on Woody Allen movies. Anyway, it's a fun, I always love that movie. A lot of great actors in it. But it is uh, one, of, uh, one of the kids, Diane Weiss' son, the troubled boy in that film, is played by Leaf Phoenix, who is Joaquin Phoenix. But uh, at the time, apparently, because his older brother was River Phoenix, and I think maybe he had other siblings who had nature names, he didn't like that he was Joaquin, and I think went with a stage name, Leaf Phoenix. So, as in L-E-A-F. Good. Um, like, as in on a tree. Um, as in things that grow off of branches. Yeah. And uh, he's really fucking good. I mean, he's a child actor, and he's just really fucking good in that movie. And he was always really fucking good. And now he's finally, you know, doing this thing. But he has been killing it for a long time. Yeah, he has. All the way back. And he eventually owned, he decided to own it. And he's now, and he was Joaquin. I don't know, how many movies did he do as Leaf? Maybe just the no, one? I think maybe just that was an early childhood yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm not aware of him as an adult as anything but Joaquin. Yeah. Well, either way, the the original point I was trying to make was that outside of just the Joker, uh-huh. I can't think of another movie that's coming out later this year that I'm interested in seeing. Let me think. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out that I'm interested to see, like, but there's stuff that's not necessarily stuff that I think you would. I'm very interested to see Jojo Rabbit. I'm oh, yeah, that does look pretty yeah, funny. I'm very interested yeah. to see um, the new Boon Joon-ho. Uh, Boon Bong, Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. I always mix up the Bong and the Joon. Parasite. Yes, Bong Joon-ho's new movie, Parasite. These are a lot of things that are going to be playing next week or the week after at... Fantastic That's Fest. Right. It's it's that time of year it's again. September. You guys are, are participating in Fantastic Fest yes. yet again. Mm-hmm. A marathon of poops and movies. So two weeks. It's, you guys are going to watch the movies both weeks, right? All is it? Uh, two well, it's weeks? not two weeks. It's one just, week. It's, it goes it's through. Just one it goes week. through kind of two weekends okay. a little bit. So uh, so it's like it, ten days. Yeah. Well, it's like nine. Eight, no, nine? I think it's literally one week. Just yeah. Thursday to Thursday. Is it Thursday? Okay. Thursday, Thursday okay. to Thursday. Yeah. South by goes through to like a second yeah. Saturday and. What you guys, uh, you guys have, I think, an interesting story with um, Fantastic Fest in that you guys have participated in it in like every capacity possible, like as filmmakers, as spectators. What's really just the two capacities? No. You guys weren't in. weren't you guys working at Alamo for oh, a I while? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I've, I've totally did, done that. Yeah, did, yeah. Didn't that also happen at some point? Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I definitely did. Though when I was at the Alamo, I think is the, I think the first Fantastic Fest was like the year maybe before I started working there, something like that. Um, in those first couple of years, I definitely took off. So I never actually worked Fantastic Fest. Oh, I nice. would take that week off to to, to spectate. Ju- to, it. I would take my one week of vacation to spend the entire week at the same place I worked. <laughs> Hell yeah! To uh, at the same place I worked, seeing movies there so. with the employee discount. With the employee discount, that is something I miss. I used to always get a stiff discount, steep discount on all of those. Oh, stiff D. Yeah, that's stiff D. Oh, we gotta get a stiff D on all my food uh, and drink. That's nice. So, uh, what do you guys? What what's what's exciting about this year's Fantastic Fest? What's um, going on? Well, those two things. I the the premiere of Jojo Rabbit is going to be oh. there. Uh, wow! And then the new uh, Bong Joon Ho movie. Oh. Uh, here comes someone's home. Yeah, yeah. Loki. Hi, Katie. Um, and then yeah, so a bunch of cool shit. Just a bunch of cool shit. And who knows? Maybe there will be a surprise screening of Joker. There probably surprise. won't be. But the th- the thing that's always good about Fantastic Fest isn't the movies you've heard of. It's the of the 
50 movies you'll see, you won't have heard of uh, 48 of them. Mm-hmm. So it's the 48 movies I have never heard of that will be the best movie amongst. Those will be where the real you know, standouts will be somewhere in the mix of and that. And then we'll spend the next year talking up those movies that you can't see. Yeah, that's and right, because they, <laughs> they won't get released for another, like, nine that months. That used to be the case. Now, honestly, since the streaming era, what it's more like is if we saw this amazing, cool movie. Eventually, if it comes out, you should check, and then, like, the person's like, oh, it's on Netflix now. That's, like, happens <laughs> all the time. Where you say, like, It used to be like, oh, I saw a cool movie. Now there's a Netflix or an Amazon logo in front of every cool movie at festivals, and then you find out that it's just basically there for a marketing screening before it fucking play to get some early reviews before it premieres on Netflix like six days later. Hell so yes. So that's more the speed, I think. Of That's the TV dinner. TV dinner lifestyle. Right. More all the time. More all the time. No, but these are these are meatloafs that have been made lovingly from scratch for the most part. Some of them aren't good, though. Some of them are not good. Some of them have bad recipes, but they've all been made, and some of them are it's like, TV what dinners. if I put grape... Jolly Ranchers inside yes. of this meatloaf. It's like you can. It's avant-garde. Yes. It's different. Nothing is stopping anyone, and I really want to stress this to those at home. No one is stopping anyone from putting grape Jolly Ranchers inside of a meatloaf and baking it in an oven and 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 eating it. So, and again, I I can't emphasize this enough. People at home who have kitchens and cameras. Anyway, continue. It's just not a good idea. No, it's not. I think generally speaking, we all know it's not a good idea. Well, I mean, how are you going to know unless you try? That seems like a choking hazard to me. Yes. What That's right. They're just, they're just little bullets in that fucking meatloaf. They are just, just as hard, except now they've turned into like little black fucking diamonds that just cut you up on the inside. <laughs> You're like, get him out of me. <laughs> Every moment I'm alive is agony. Uh, existence is pain, Morty. Uh-huh. Um, They're oh, eating me from the inside. <laughs> that season four of Rick and Morty is going to be coming out at some point this year. Yes, isn't it? it is. Yes, it is. Pretty uh, soon. I think this month. September. Is it coming out that soon? I think so. Fuck isn't yeah, it? if it's it like is. It's like September or early October. I don't know. Either way, um, I think uh, I think we did a really good job on our first live sand, guys. We successfully guys. live streamed in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and without Chase here, Chase is currently uh, He's inside, here. He's of, inside of Bowie. Inside of Bowie, He's, we're going to find a way to get him out. And, After Bowie and passes Bo. Chase, he will return. That's what's going to happen. Chase will return. You know in that might be why. Uh, <laughs> that's that's good. That's <laughs> funny. That might be why Bowie has had diarrhea recently. I think Chase is just not sitting well inside mm-hmm. of his belly. But either way, it's all uh, that uh, it's all that C four that came along. Yeah. <laughs> that's Let's, why Bowie's so uh, amped right now. Yeah, that's why it's so itchy Just right all now. Beta all alanine and caffeine, beta alanine, and Chase Just all up in that situation. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get everyone's social medias, and uh, let's see if I can figure out how to turn this thing off. Yes, well, I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most sensual Instagram account on the internet. I'm at Cliff Bogart on a less fat but getting fatter Instagram account on the internet. Moving in the right direction oh, there. Yeah. Uh, you can find Chase at Chase504 and uh, wherever Bowie is, that's where you can find Chase. And you can find me at Arm & Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Really appreciate it. Again, I'm excited for this live stuff, and hopefully we can do more of it. Uh, you know, More of it coming soon for sure. If there were any issues... Let us know if there are like video issues or audio issues. But yeah. as far as it looks like on our end, it looked like it actually went well. Yeah, yeah. And if you would prefer the podcast to just be Armin and not have any of us on it, make sure you leave a comment in YouTube letting us know. That's right. Definitely leave those comments. Yeah, yeah. And let uh, us know how many minutes of garbage are in 
the are in the video too. We I want to know just because I'm 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 putting together a chart. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you very much. Let's see if I can figure it's out a how scatter to scatter plot and. There's some interesting correlations emerging. Very interesting correlations. Thanks so much, everybody. Stop. Uh, stopping broadcast. And it's gone. Nice.